0: Centre one. Police investigating an explosion which destroyed a block of flats in Jersey say it'll take weeks to recover and identify bodies. Three people are confirmed dead, while rescuers believe a dozen others who are missing also died. Yesterday's blast happened hours after fire crews visited the building because residents reported smelling gas. Chief Fire Officer Paul Brown says it's devastating.
1: Something clearly has gone wrong because a building has exploded and collapsed, but 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 and, and, and horribly wrong. well but in terms of an open and transparent we will cooperate fully and openly and transparently with every phase that happens.
0: A man accused of being the bomb maker behind the Lockerbie terrorist attack is in custody in the US. Abu Agila Mohammed Masood was said to be the third conspirator behind the bombing of Pan Am Flight 103 which killed 270 people in 1988. Labour says the health secretary should sit down today with nurses to try to avert next week's strike action. The government says Steve Barclay's door is open but it's for independent pay bodies to negotiate salaries. The England team are making making their way back from the World Cup in Qatar after their 2-1 defeat to France in the quarter-final. Manager Gareth Southgate says he's taking time before he decides his future. England's cricketers are six wickets away from a series win in Pakistan after setting their hosts a target of 353 runs in Multan. Pakistan will resume tomorrow on 198-4. for four. England batting coach Marcus Trescothick says he's hoping for a quick start on day four.
2: A few more wickets would have been great. You know, six wickets to go. It's going to be a massive day's play so hopefully in the course of the morning because I think we've seen most wickets fall generally in, in the first session. Um, that continues on that trend and uh, we can get a few quick ones.
0: And Twitter will try again to launch its paid for blue tick feature tomorrow. The platform says premium users will also get fewer ads. That's the latest. I'm Victoria Lawrence. Across the city and South Cambridgeshire
3: On FM, digital and your
0: mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio From the Terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio.
4: Uh, welcome to my nightmare, the, 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 the winter season where games are called off and there's very little to talk about on a Sunday afternoon. But there is something uh, with Cambridge United putting in a good performance at the weekend. We'll also be talking about uh, Greg Taylor's uh, testimonial and uh, the press conference uh, prior to the Plymouth Argyle where questions were posed about uh, Mark Bonner, social media and his future. Plenty to talk about there. Unfortunately, as I said, both uh, City and Histon's games were called off yesterday. City did play uh, a cup game in the uh, Invitational Cambridge Invitational Cup against Parsons Drove uh, during the week. Hopefully, I'm going to try and get uh, Robbie on the line to talk about that, but he hasn't responded as yet. But we shall see. And again, in the women's football, both games, uh, City and United games called... Well, actually, I don't know whether City had a game. I'm still having a great deal of difficulty getting hold of anyone from City to talk about what's going on there. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're, they're certainly United's game against Norwich was called off. It was off anyway because of the FA Cup, uh, but then since Norwich's game was also uh, called off, the FA Cup game, um, but uh, no time to rearrange it. Uh, United have got a 3G pitch. They may play a friend or they may just train. But uh, you can get in touch with us all the usual ways. You can text us on 07919 070490. That's 07919 070490. Or you can email studio at cambridge105.co.uk. So if you've got anything to say about yesterday's performance uh, and uh, next week's game, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, But we'll start, as we usually do, with uh, Cambridge United. Okay, so uh, I, I'm going to start. We, we're going to before we start talking about the football, Matt. Let's uh, let's get Matt. Are you there? Hey Tim, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Matt's unfortunately ill again. Um, <laughs> like an ongoing thing, this one. Matt, um, yeah. you should look after yourself more. That's what it is. Um, I'm just going to start before we get to the football um, and uh, uh, first of all the testimonial game but then uh, the the real football but uh, I just wanted to play we had a there was a press conference as there usually is every week um, before the uh, weekends game um, on a Thursday morning um, and there were a couple of questions I asked I asked mark a question about I've obviously been following and you can hardly miss it on social media and I know that it, it, you don't really want to make too we don't really want to make too much of this we don't Know how big that feeling genuinely is it gets slapped down quite quickly in social media but but it's been uh, the, the voices have been clamoring louder and longer uh, recently um for a change at the club um I was talking to Mark at the end of the press call and was just asked about you know, what he's got to say about those people, uh, not, not about those people, that sounds awful, what, what he's got to say about those thoughts that are appearing on uh, social media and uh, this is what he had to say about uh, kind of, you know, what, what's being said and, and, and how he takes that
2: no one's um, no one's satisfied with our run of formal results certainly none of the players none of the staff so we have to improve that in in lots of ways what we have to define and, and understand over a period of time is what's the difference between a really tough run and a really tough time and we've had really tough times as a club and we're in a brilliant moment at the moment as a football club not on the pitch in this run of run of games we're certainly not happy with one win in 10 and eight defeats, not 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 by a long stretch. So I think understanding that where we are in the big picture of how far we've come in two and a bit years, the fact that our attendances have grown sort of exponentially really in that period of time. And actually quite a lot of our supporters would be new supporters that don't realise this is just a tough run, not a tough time. You should have been there a few years ago and realised how tough it really was. We're not in a, bad spot as a football club we're in a really good one but and we're also in a period of time where we need to turn out some results for sure because 20 games in we're a few points short of where we need to be understandably a lot of our points to this point came in the initial period of the season and the last 10 games hasn't been what we want to do so we certainly wouldn't want the next 10 to look like the last 10 but i'm fairly confident that that won't be the case and I'm fairly confident that we've got the plan as a football club and a, and a staff of how we're going to turn that into to better performances and better results. And that change is definitely not going to happen, and not where we are as a football club right now. So we, we're in a we're in a position of knowing what we think we need to do to correct the course a little bit and where we feel we need to be. But one of the good things is without being, you know, we're not satisfied, better never is and all that. But at the same time, we're not in a real drama and crisis phase because um, I've been at this club long enough to know what a crisis looks like. and, And this really isn't one.
4: And just to be clear, the change he was talking about there was in reference to the social media comment. One of the social media comments that we were talking about was this that, the, the, you know, it's time for uh, the board to get together and, and, and decide where they go from here. And it's probably Bonner out, according to, as I say, potentially a very small majority minority of people on uh well not on social media they're the vocal ones but but elsewhere um the questioning went on and he, and he was actually asked if uh, if he'd spoken to the board or the board had spoken to him and he confirmed that uh he talks to the board and goes to all the board meetings and has lots to do um but specifically around the issue of uh his tenure had anything changed and this is what he had to say uh on that one
2: <coughs> nothing's ever changed i mean I, i'm 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 very secure as a person, so I don't need to worry about every single day about where we are and what we're doing. I mean, we're in a we're in a we're in a good position as a football club. We've got a complete idea of where we're heading and what we're doing, um, and everybody's joined up thinking on that. So really, I mean, nothing's changed in the sense now to what it was ten games ago in the summer at the end of last season. Um, or at any other time. I'm still the good manager that's had excellent opportunities elsewhere. We've still got the good players that have got us to this position. Um, we're just having a bit of a tough run of games, but that will turn because we know we've got some good ones. And it, the, the time is definitely at the moment on the pitch where we're not quite at the level we want to be. But I've absolutely no doubt that um, we we're, will we're, we'll be in a position come January where we can strengthen and change the squad around a little bit and that these players will thrive off of that and, and the rest of the season can be more in line with the majority of the last three years.
4: And then finally, the last the last thing that was asked, and I, unfortunately I can't play the audio because it cut out right in the middle of it for me. Um, the, the, he made the comment there about um, he'd had um, other opportunities and and obviously had chosen to stay um, uh, the Rotherham uh, job. And uh, it was asked whether you know the, the kind of drop in form did it did it have anything to do with the, uh, the him looking elsewhere? And he kind of really poo pooed that idea and said, "No, there's just nothing, you know." The, 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 they got on with what they needed to get on with um, the players weren't unhappy in any way that he looked uh, they saw it as obviously confidence in his skills as a manager so uh, it, it was kind of put to bed um, I mean it, you'll you'll never be able to put it to bed except by what's happening on the pitch and we'll talk about what happened on the pitch later but we talked about this, this last week Matt is that I think uh, Mark. I I think to to call for Mark's head is is nonsensical. You know, where are you going to get someone that isn't uh, isn't uh, you know a casualty at another club? And do you want to pay a lot of money for a manager that you don't really want, who's not really done very well elsewhere? Um, Yes, I I like the distinction Mark draws between a a, a bad run and and a bad time. And yes, we're in a bad run of games, but we're not in bad times. Um, You know, we're in. uh, for, For as as has always been said for where the club plans to be Um, you know a a mid-table league one side is is probably the best that we can uh, you know the best we can realistically achieve with the strength and depth of the squad although you know when we play well as we'll talk about in a minute then we we you know we can make the results out but uh, I mean it's obviously not going to make everybody really really happy all of a sudden but uh, I think I think he's dealing with it very well Matt.
5: Yeah, I'd, I'd say he, he is. I mean, you know, some of it, it probably was a, a little bit of manager talk, uh, as, as you would expect. But you know, he's, he's absolutely, absolutely right in terms of, you know, we have had tougher times, uh, you know, off the pitch and on the pitch. You know, you, you think back to the conference days where, you know, we were we were absolutely terrible and getting beat by, you know, basically part time and village teams, and you know, it wasn't very good then. So. You know, in that sense, he's absolutely spot on. Uh, you know, it's not a difficult time, um, whether it's a difficult run or not. Um, obviously, only time will tell. We'll we'll be able to see. You know, in you know maybe three, four, five, or six games, and you know, like I've said before, I just feel this this January transfer window is it going to be a case of you know we're we're making it bigger. Than what it kind of needs to be, you know. There's there's a lot of pressure, there's a lot of onus on this January transfer window because, you know, in some cases that's what that's what Mark says. You know, we're going to get we're going to get people in to help the squad, but you know, like like we said uh, on the show last week, the type of players that we're going to be about going in for potentially are players that aren't playing in other squads, aren't match fit, or have had long term injuries and are just coming back from them. Or, um, you know, the the youngsters from Premier League clubs where, you know, you, you think to yourself, oh, why didn't we do that in the summer in the first place if that was the route we were going to go down, you know? So it, it's going to be interesting. Um, obviously, he, he'll he still say about the Rotherham job, probably, you'll probably never find out the truth until, you know, he's potentially left, you know, one way or the other. And, uh, you know, did, was he offered the job? Did he want the job? This, that and the other, you know, the, it's all hearsay and rumour as it always is. Had, you know, does it, did, has it helped? No, I don't think it did. And I think it, you know, the, the, the facts state that when that Robert job and those talks, you know, kind of started and all the noise was there about him leaving, you know, whether whether it, you know, it, the the players wise, but we, we started dropping points. We started, be, you know, playing bad football. And then, yes, the injuries did follow, which haven't helped this side at all. and You know, there's probably two or three others that are, you know, walking wounded and need the rest as well. But, you know, it, it just all ties in very perfectly. And uh, as I say, you know, football, football, unfortunately doesn't always tie everything in perfectly, but this just seems to have a direct correlation. But like you said, you know, when, when we do put in good performances, which, you know, it, they have been very, very rare in this sort of spell um, of, of 10, 11 games, um, you know, the, the good performances have come against the better sides at home for the most part. And, you know, there are two, you know, yesterday's draws we'll talk about. And then uh, I think it was last, Rio you know, October, you know, against Bolton. You know, that's another good draw and another good result that we should have got more from. And, um, you know, it shows that they can do it. But it's you know similar to last, like last week's game against Forest Green, where we needed to do it against the teams in and around us. We've been very very poor, and we haven't put the performances in, and we haven't picked up the points we should have done. And that, that's the situation that's got to change, and that's got to change pretty quickly
4: yeah absolutely. And you're right. I mean, it is it is he is a manager so. he'd expect a bit of manager talk, and he's not going to admit, um, even if it's true that he's worried about his future. I mean, he'd be stupid not to understand, you know the 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 threat that clubs have. Uh, you know the, the, the actions clubs can take based on performance I think you know Cambridge Cambridge is a little bit different um, it's obviously set out and it, uh, it's been made clear all the way along there's a, there's a long term plan for the club there's financial stability which we're you know we're in a good position now owning our own ground there's building and building for a sustainable future you can't even if we had the money um, you can't just go buying your way into uh, you know the next league up you so clubs that do that are regularly failing, um, and they've always made it clear. And I mean, a we don't have the resources, but if we did, that wouldn't be the way we'd want to do it. We want to build a sustainable future. The crowds are building. Um, uh, I don't think exponentially is true, but uh, otherwise would be uh, would be twenty, thirty thousand by now. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it, it's no doubt that uh, you know that there, there is a there is a groundswell of bigger support that brings in more money. Which is great. That that leads to more to spend in a sustainable way. There's obviously uh, uh, there's obviously uh, funds available in January. Uh, Otherwise, everyone's going to look a bit stupid having talked about it for so long. So, you know, things things can get better. Um, And just mention this briefly now. The the performance yesterday's performance shows that they can get better um, uh, and it's an oddity and you can't explain why it doesn't happen every week and we'll come on to that in a minute but uh, I I think you know yes it's worrying and yes we're not out of the woods just with a good performance yesterday there's lots more to do Uh, we'll talk about this at the end of the segment you know Fleetwood next week is a classic example We, we have to do the same against Fleetwood as we did against Plymouth yesterday and we have to get the points and that's the difficulty I'll come back to Lynch's full message in a minute, but of course he highlights the fact that, uh, you know, a really good performance, but we didn't score despite some gift, guilt-edged chances. And, uh, you know, uh, how uh, Nibs missed, I don't know, um, but we'll come back to what Lynch has got to say uh, in a minute. Um, it was uh, a, 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 in the middle of the week we had a, a fixture that kind of a lot of people felt wasn't necessarily the best idea not because it was uh, the testimonial but just because when you are thin on the ground with a squad the last thing you want to do is play a game uh, a testimonial game uh, that may see injuries come out but actually it was a it was a really interesting game first of all we got away without any injuries secondly the performance especially in the first half and I, I think quite a few people I mean there were two and a half thousand injuries uh, at the ground and uh, it was uh, streamed on youtube of our west ham um and it was a really good game uh, particularly the fir- the first half which was the kind of preferred first team um was a really good passing game, and you know you can argue that uh, although they brought down a strong side, West Ham, you know they're not going they're not going to kill themselves to do it. They're they're in they're in kind of uh, holding mode while the World Cup finishes and, and and fixtures start again. But even that aside, if you look at the way we played and the way we moved the ball around and the way we made chances, then you know it, it was. It was interesting to watch and comments were made uh, by everyone in the stands virtually. Why can't we play like this uh, week in, week out? Um, And... uh it, it, you know we'll, we'll come on to that. We'll come on to that in a minute. But it, it, in the end, it was a testimonial for for Greg, and obviously Greg's been a massive servant to the club. Um, the result was four two, and uh, Greg scored the penalty. Um, if you've seen it, uh, we wish the keeper was as good yesterday, uh, or we wish Keith Kane had played as well uh, as Greg Taylor did yesterday. Uh, at least getting it on target, although I do feel he was helped somewhat by the keeper not really making a massive effort to. Save But it's great, you know. He scored. He scored in his own testimonial, even though uh, it was lost. Uh, I managed to catch up with him briefly after the game. Um, This is what he had to say about the testimonial. Greg, uh, ten seasons at the club—it's been—it's uh, been a fantastic achievement, uh, not only to be playing for, for most of those ten seasons, uh, but to, to be what you've been through—two promotions, uh, FA Cup <coughs> runs, everything—it's been a great time.
6: Yeah, I'm incredibly proud of of what I've done here, of the small part that I've played in in big moments with the promotions and the FA Cup runs, like you say. And um, it's nice to kind of look back on that and reflect on it. And um, tonight just topped it off really so yeah it was a good night all round.
4: and always modest small parts for the two promotions you were ever present <laughs> in both of those promotion teams
6: uh yeah I, I mean i played every game but i mean a lot goes into those promotion games and i am one of 11 one of 20 in the squad so i did my part and um yeah i mean they're just great memories that we have and i get to share it not only with my family the teammates but For a lifetime, when I stopped playing football, I can look back on their moments. So, um, yeah, I'm just incredibly proud of
4: it all. And I guess last season, you must have been thinking whether you'd actually make it to 10 seasons.
6: Yeah, there was points last season where I didn't know where I'd be playing again. Um, So to get the 10th year and to still be out there training and playing with the boys and pushing to start every weekend, um, I'm over the moon and I'll keep doing that for as long as I'm here.
4: And uh, an interesting game tonight, 4-2 the final scoreline, I guess probably what you might have expected from it, but you you get a goal and uh, a a really good performance, especially in the first half, because some really good passing football. Yeah, I I think the scoreline
6: was respectable. you know with their quality, they can just turn it on whenever they want and um, they've got really, really good players. But I felt like we gave a good account of ourselves and um, tried to put in play what we've kind of worked on over like the last couple of weeks. And there was a good build-up play and a couple of attempts on goal. So there's positives from it from our side, for sure.
4: And did you decide in advance you were going to be taking any penalties that happened? <laughs> no, I was saying all day that I wasn't
6: taking it and I really didn't want to, but the boys forced me to have it. And I think uh, Randolph maybe
4: uh, let me have that one. I think he probably did. To be fair, but uh, that's the way it goes. That's playing the game. Um, I, it's difficult. It's difficult to know where to start with a ten-year career at the club, um, and uh, the 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 highs and the, and the lows of of his career. But a huge servant for the club and a big figure.
5: Yeah, absolutely, club uh, captain you know you know fair play to him i didn't think he made 10 10 seasons when i first saw him 10 well I'll be honest with you in the conference so you know a testament to him to uh sticking around and obviously there's been a, a few managers as well that you know uh, he's not been everyone's cup of tea but he's fought back from it so with harrison you know they both fought back and uh you know, fair play to, him, as I say, to club captain, uh, you know, reliable in the, in the dressing room by all accounts, you know, that the players like him, the coaching staff like him as well and uh, whatever his future holds, whether, you know, it's a move in January because he's not in the team at the moment or if it's, you know, staying around and being part of the squad and, you know, as, as, as you know, all good things must come to an end if he goes away or if, you know, like Josh did and got a move and, uh you know, he's allowed to carry on playing this football elsewhere, or, you know, he just decides to, you know, he's, you know, got something off, off the field and he, and he wants to retire because the injury was bad. Um, you know, fair play to him. You know, he, he's had, he's had some good success here. He's been part of, you know, some good games of, of football. And, uh, you know, you have to say fair play to him when he, when he has scored a goal. It's normally been a memorable goal that you do remember because it's normally from about 25, 30 yards when he scores. So, um, you know, the, the Tuesday one is probably the closest he's ever been to uh, to scoring in, in the box. So even if the goalkeeper did uh, <laughs> dive out the wrong way for him, but, you know, fair play to him and, I'm glad you got a good turnout as well. Uh, yeah, my mum went as a West Ham fan to to see it also, and she said we played well. So we we must have done all right, uh, you know, during the game, Tim. That's for sure.
4: Yeah, and it, I mean, it it is it is a great career. I think it's through as of as of um, um, that game. I think it was three hundred and fifty uh, appearances, and I think mm-hmm. there's seven goals or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, few and few and far between. But uh, yeah. um, it, you know, as you say, you do remember. So you do remember some of them. I'm not sure that they were necessarily uh, guaranteed to go in, as opposed to we just hit at the ball and hoped. But uh, they all count in the end. And and it has been good, and it was good to see uh, enough people um, on a on a cold and uh, cold and miserable night to, to come out um, and uh, you know give him give him uh, as you say probably possibly a send off whether it's January or whether it's the end of the season uh, we shall see okay so 25 minutes in and we haven't even spoken about yesterday's games so let's <laughs> let's get onto that one um, we, we talked we've talked at, at length um, and it's been referred back to uh, a number of times the Bolton game was a was a standout performance against a quality side um, and then we've talked about Kers and Ashton um, we've talked about Forest Green Rovers we've talked about poor performances against rubbish sides and you kind of wonder what it is and this has been a feature for a long time uh, of football at Cambridge United unfortunately we raise our game for the better opposition typically at home but sometimes away to the wiccan one being an example um and it's you know it's frustrating that fans watch a team that can quite obviously play football yet we still didn't score and yeah there were sitters of chances that did that weren't there but there was some as a team a huge performance and and in terms of individuals i think uh, the the offside off offside aside um I thought we looked better um, going forward than we have done for a while with Joe in the side. I think we're not playing in a way that suits the way he plays. Um, and uh, um, Lynchy says finally, fun, he says finally we put in a decent performance, but again we drew a blank in front of goals. Seriously, when has when ha, where has this performance been? Um, if, it's, as if it's as if players knew there were scouts at the game, we showed so much more energy and commitment in all areas of the pitch. And we actually looked like we wanted to win the game. And we commented it during and after the game, we've not seen Sam Smith run around like that for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, and then Lynchy goes on to say, My only issues with yesterday game was Smith getting caught offside every 10 minutes and his usual play acting, which does my head in. And it, I think it does everybody's head in. It's just, you know, get on with the game. For some reason, we've sent the training drill he really needs is a ball, a dummy, and a camera. And all someone's going to do is throw the ball past the dummy and see if he can stay the right side of it uh, for, a couple, for a couple of hours during the week because that seems to be his problem. He seems to be very, very poor at reading the pass and reading the run and it's it's it, that is the most frustrating thing at all because I think he, he gave absolutely everything. He virtually collapsed at the end of the game um, and it's great to see. It's great to see a Sam Smith that looks like he wants to play and looks like he wants to win. Um, Lynch, goes on to say, secondly, why is Nib still playing? His miss was shocking how can he not work the keeper from 10 yards out uh, yep yeah, i think that was yeah it, i mean it was a terrible miss he knew it was a terrible miss you could you could see it on his face um i think he's had some Reasonable games recently, but like everyone else, I mean, if the strikers don't score, they're going to get, you know, they're going to get a lot of stick. And him, Smith, Ironside, and everyone else who should be up there scoring goals and, and aren't, are going to get it. Um, it's good. This isn't uh, this isn't And I think it's been good that we saw Lancaster start, um, a game. Um, I f- agree. He said at the end, it's about time Jenna gets some starts, and I think the crowd wanted him on the pitch. I don't know whether that's whether he came on the pitch or whether that was always the plan, but. I think it would be good to give Janus some time in the team because I think he shows some real, you know, some real promise when he's on there, when he's uh, when he's given a chance. So uh, I mean, but first of all, Matt, I mean the performance was a really good one, yeah.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was excellent yesterday. Um, thoroughly deserved uh, a point. Should have should have been all three. Um, no idea how Plymouth are up the top because they were incredibly, incredibly poor. And um, you know, I was really impressed. And as you said, Tim, it, it just begs that question: where where has that performance been, and why can't we do it against the teams that are in and around us? Because you know, if we if we played like that against you know Forest Green last week, we'd have won the game at a counter. So you know, incredibly frustrating stuff again. Um, but you know, really really good game. Um, you know they, they need a lot more performances like that. I think the the team that started uh, yesterday's game is is potentially the team going forward. Maybe with a you know one change here or there, as you say. You know maybe Psycho Jano coming in for for Harvey Nibs who, you know as as you said, you know I I didn't think he did a lot, but he had that one chance and uh, you know should have scored with it. And he knows that as well, and, and that's what you get judged on, as you say. You know as a. As a striker, attacking midfield, or whatever he is, you know, and we're not we're not creating a lot still, but you know, we we had two good chances, you know, very good chances to kill the game off, and that, that's the difference between you know a, a really good side and you know a, a side like Plymouth. And as I say, you know, they come away with a very lucky and um, not deserved point, um, you know, because you know they managed to ride it out. You know, Sam Smith should have scored and you know, you're right as well, you know, staying on the side just doesn't seem to be in his uh, vocabulary unfortunately, and it's a shame because if he did, you know, he and um, timed his runs better, it'd be a real danger. So you know, lots of lots of positives, you know, lots of positives in terms of the way we played, the way we defended, the the, the energy, the tempo, the the passing was a lot, lot better. Um, you know jack lancaster started in his normal position and you could just see it you know those little through balls that we've been talking about you know trying to get on beyond the defender you know it was there yes it didn't it didn't come off we we know that and uh you know we gave the ball away you know, sort of three or four times but he's trying to do those things you know which is something that we haven't been doing for a while so you know still lots of work on but you know a much much better performance. The players could be really pleased with how they how they did yesterday. But you know we we need to start adding some goals and uh, start adding some three points. But as I say, you know if you if you'd have offered us a point at the beginning of the game uh, with the tail you know with the bit of the hand off. Um, so you know it's all small mercies. But you know we, we've stopped the, the losing rut for now, and uh, you know we've picked up a what could be a valuable point at the end of the season.
4: Yeah, and Mark Mark said it, it. It one of the things that's you know that's been the, the the most worrying thing, in in the sort of like a few weeks ago he made his comment before there were more losses. But he did point out that it wasn't the losses necessarily. It was the fact that we weren't drawing anything, so we weren't getting anything out of a game where we either held on or outplayed someone. Um, so even though it's a draw, it is a draw against a, a team a, a team that interestingly he's actually in quite poor form over recent weeks the last four games if you look at them they're very low in the form table because they've got three draws and a loss Um, so they're doing marginally better. I think at one point better than us over the last four games Um, but uh, you know it'd be interesting to see whether there's a clamour there for for change given where they were and how how important it is that they maintain that they've dropped top spot I think at the moment so uh, uh, it is interesting the other nice thing just to compare. Aside, but it is worth pointing out. Over the last four games, uh, Peterborough haven't won a single game since they uh, <laughs> they played us, which will always keep us happy, uh, even even if it doesn't affect our league position. But it's always good to point out. Um, I think for me, the the there were individual performances and there were there was a team performance and I think the team performance is the one that's perhaps most um, most appealing uh, and most needed because they've looked very lacklustre. They've looked like a team that's defeated before they even really get on the pitch. Sometimes um, and even when they've scored, we've seen um, we we seem to concede within seconds as though it takes us like a minute or so just to get our heads back into the game. By which time we've uh, we've conceded a goal um, so I think f- from that perspective it was really good I think Plymouth were uh, uh, way too physical I'm surprised they ended up with uh, all, all players left on the pitch um, it seems to be their, uh, their their tactic and you know if, fair enough if it works for them well it obviously does then uh, you know they, they, then uh, I suppose they're not going to stop doing that particularly when they don't get picked up sometimes by referees Um but I think on, on an individual level it's great to see Lancaster now starting games I think it makes a big, big difference um, and I think it would be interesting to get Janner on the pitch from the start because, you know, five minutes at the end is not enough for him to swing the game unless he's very, very lucky um, I think it, it needs to be a, a, a concerted a, a concerted run in the game and, and get him settled in and, and see how that goes One of the others that I wanted to point out and I know this is, you know, it's Okadina versus is Ibsen Rossi. Um, Ibsen Rossi was uh, a, a towering strength yesterday. You look at him, and he, he, sorry, I'm not. I don't even know whether this is probably very politically incorrect, but he runs like a girl. Someone um, said, um, wave, <laughs> waving his arms about, um, and he he doesn't. He looks like a man child. He, he doesn't look like he's going to stand up to any pressure at all. And yet yesterday, I thought he had such a good game. And that's really good to see. I think Lloyd-Jones and him at the back are, you know, a a really, really good defensive unit. Um, And, you know, it it bodes really well if we can get some of these injuries back fit. um, If we start to to play like that, and this is the problem, and we'll come on to uh, Fleetwood in just a minute, it's 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 a flash in the pan. If next week we get beaten and nobody'll care that we we held Plymouth to a draw, um, because in the overall scheme of things it doesn't mean anything. It it was also I think unfortunate that uh, the uh, results around us didn't really go our way either. So we actually um, move only one point now clear of the uh, the bottom uh, the bottom four, um, with Forest Green winning. So it, it it's 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 difficult to call little success when you look at the league position. Um, But I think definitely, yes, it was uh, a great game, a great performance. And I think, you know, Mark will be breathing a bit of a sigh of relief. And hopefully the most important thing is that that confidence that they can play football like that will carry on uh, and we can build on it.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it needs to, as you say, you know, we're getting close to that. That bottom four now, and um you know the the results aren't going our way anymore as they were. I mean, Fleetwood actually beat M- MK Dons yesterday, so um you know it, it's one of them where it kind of helped us, but it didn't at the same time. And uh, you know Forest Green winning as well uh, certainly didn't help help us either. So. Yeah, you know we know what we've got to do we need to pick up points you know we, we didn't do it last week against forest green we shouldn't have done we should have got at least a point you know potentially all three from the the, the first half hour of, of the game and uh we, we haven't done it you know next week there's there's no kind of real excuse you know if we play like what we did uh yesterday against plymouth you know we, we should get something from the Fleetwood game. Uh, I think Fleetwood are, are more sort of draw specialists as well. So, you know, if we go there and we get ourselves a point at least, um, you know, it's another positive step forward. It's it's too unbeaten, as, as Mark would would probably point out as well. You know, it'd be too unbeaten, and you know, there's a bit of momentum starting to build there. As he as he would probably say, um, you know, we've got a tough we've got a tough little run coming up, you know, the festive period isn't, isn't the greatest for us, you know, Shrewsbury with a good run of form, um, and that'll be a tough boxing day game, and then obviously it's, it's you know, Derby and Sheffield Wednesday away, uh, two of the biggest clubs in this in this league, and, um, you know, you're not expecting to get anything there, we got absolutely hammered at Sheffield Wednesday last year, and obviously Derby beat us at home. So um, you know, unlikely to get something there, but you never know. But if we could get, you know, one point uh from Saturday's game or potentially three points, to have four points going into that Christmas period, so you know, from the runner games that that would be a good takeaway for us. And um, you know, in, in the Christmas period you don't know. Lots of changes happen. We can't make that many, but other teams will. And uh you never know, we might just fleek a result from somewhere. But you know, play play like we did yesterday. In in you know over you know the festive period of next week, you know we'll we'll have a shot at getting some points and uh, you know going to January, which as I say is, is a is a key month for us in terms of getting players in and that Bristol Rovers at home game on, on the seventh as well. So you know we but we we've got to keep improving. We know that and uh, you know they they will take the plaudits this week and they need to play like that next week to take the plaudits again
4: yeah absolutely it, 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 it is now about demonstrating that that wasn't the flash in the pan as it, as it appeared to be when we played uh, Bolton um, and that we can make something of it it's interesting the, the, the statistic yesterday was quoted the last time we scored at home was two Prime Ministers and one Monarch ago that's how long it is since we scored at home which I hadn't really thought about it in those terms but it, it's been a long long time ago a goal at home um, it might be a benefit that we're away uh, to Fleetwood, yes they are the draw experts they've played 21, they've got 11 draws, 5 wins and 5 losses, we've actually got one more win than them, Uh, the problem is of course they've got 8 more draws than us, Um, they are 5 points in front of us with a game in hand as well, so I mean it's just huge Um, and as you say with Derby, uh, with Shrewsbury then Derby, then uh, Sheffield uh, coming up um, difficult to see where points would come from from them in the majority of our form but if it's yesterday's form then perhaps a little bit easier to see something coming from those uh, and, uh, and then uh, obviously the um, Bristol Rovers game uh, a very poor loss to them away again uh, home uh, perhaps we can uh, do something especially if we can strengthen early in the uh, the, the uh, January transfer window. Uh, Matt sorry we've kept you for a long time <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let you get off and uh, go and get some, uh, some cold medicine and hopefully uh, you'll be feeling a little bit better next week talk to you later matt um, cheers
5: lovely cheers Tim.
4: Bye. so there we go uh, thank you very much to matt um this is what uh, mark had to say uh at the uh at the post-match conference after the game or it would be. Oh, why is it not quite? As well, it's like? four months. Let's let's just try that one again. I don't know. I pressed the wrong button there. So let's try that one again.
2: Yeah. Look, we always want to win games, of course, but it's important that we put together some point-scoring days. We've said a number of times this year we haven't actually got enough draws. We've lost a lot of games that have been quite tight and open, and we might have turned that into three points a couple of times in the second half. Some good chances but in the end I thought the level of the performance was very good I thought we played well played with a real intent and energy ran forward um, looked a tough team to play against and applied ourselves brilliantly and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with the point really pleased with Clean Sheet and, and I think that the lads' efforts have been rewarded with something today so um, for us now it's about picking that performance up taking it to Fleetwood and, and backing it up again
3: yeah, Play with a uh, uh, real freedom especially in the, in the final third How much is that, uh, how much of that is down to the changes with Sam and Jack coming into the side do you think?
2: Yeah, definitely. The other big change is that we play against a team that dominate the ball and play with a lot of possession. We had a good share of that today, Um, but it's a counter-attacking game, which is what we've been built for, really. Um, So a lot of games we've played recently where we've had the ball and we've had to break down 11 players. It's been difficult for us. We're missing a couple that can help us there in Liam and Adam, potentially, and lost a bit of form and and bits and pieces. So we found those games really difficult um, and, and that, that's the sort of game that we are much better in much stronger in and um, obviously there's lots of learning to take from the previous month and the other games because there'll be plenty more like it but um, the pace in the team was really important today that we, we felt that if we could get Jack forward-facing between the midfield and defence he'd be able to find runners uh, he did that quite well we might have made a bit more of that actually in a few situations um, and certainly with a couple of chances that we might have scored from but um, players know they've played at a good level today and the, the challenge is they've got to do that regularly now because that, that will um that sort of level gets us wins in this league for sure
3: yeah, you talked about a uh, couple of really big opportunities, one really early in the second half, and it was a one on one for Sam Smith as well. Just a little bit more composure needed, perhaps, in those situations.
2: Yeah, Nibsy probably had a bit more time than he felt at the time when he was on his left foot, and then a couple of other chances that we probably just need a bit more confidence or speed or composure, whatever it is, in different moments. Uh, but our approach play to get there was exactly what we wanted. Um, so we were really pleased with that. We were really pleased with the timing of our forward play, with the aggressive nature and how we played forward. And then when you set that, in te- that tempo and intensity about yourself as a team you become more aggressive and then it's you know you counter press better you press higher in the first 15-20 minutes I thought we were brilliant we run the ball high quite often um, and, and played with a real purpose and that's what we need to do you know that's what people come to watch that's the, te- that's the team that we've become over the last few years and we've got to make sure we hit that level consistently um, because as I say when we do that we, we, we will definitely get results in this league um, and those chances if we can put in performances like that confidence grows with that points grow with that and then those sort of moments just start becoming goals again because we've got good players that can score goals that's, that's
3: certain You used the, word, used the word aggression there Mark and I thought what made a big difference today Paul Digby back to his best in the middle of the park and alongside in Ben Worman a word for him because he came into the side last Saturday and put in another really good shift today
2: yeah both really I thought the middle of the pitch was very important they play with lots of runners through the middle um, they play with wide players that roll on the inside and can overload you there we had to get a real try discipline about us tactically we had to be really alert and alive to, to those situations but we also had to be aggressive and I thought they made lots of first contacts landed on lots of second balls um, yeah we we'll come in the team and, and Done really well, he's really helped us actually with and without the ball, so fair credit to him. And and I thought, you know, in the moments when you're struggling, you need your leaders to step up. Your senior players have got to deliver, as simple as that, they've got to deliver. Um, Digby did that along with many others today. I thought Lloyd was excellent at defence, I thought the fullbacks played really well, defended excellently. I'd go through the team because I thought the team performance was very strong today.
3: Yeah, you mentioned senior players, but one not so senior, it's an Rossi coming into the side today, really valuable, clean sheet, and I thought he was brilliant
2: excellent yeah he um defended against Cosgrove really well and then when they look to get Hardy in behind or Ennis in behind um but that's always a threat and then you've got players like Danny Mayer coming on the players number 10s and overloads in the middle of the pitch it's really tricky you know as a centre-half when you get dragged out of your positions I thought the discipline of a back four was outstanding took the game plan on to a tee um, Aerially good comfortable on the ball and um yeah we're, we're chopping and changing the team a little bit at the moment but we found one today that we're putting a really good level um in to Zeno, he was playing really well before he, um, before he injured himself at Curzon, so he, was un- he obviously came out of the team because of injury, but he's come back in and hit that level again today, which gives us a nice competition in the back line.
3: Yeah, n- not um, done a great deal in terms of league position, still looks a little precarious, but it's a valuable point and shoots, signs of, uh, shoots a recovery mark in terms of performance. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. The
2: league table is going to be irrelevant for a while for us. I think the position could go up or could go down depending on the results that we're having. So that, that line is there. We know that. And, and if we fall into the bottom four at any point, so be it. And if we raise two or three places, so be it. In the end, we've got 20-odd 20 games, 25 games to play. That level will get us enough points to be a really successful side at this level for us. Um, and we'll get stronger over the next sort of six weeks as well. I'm pretty sure of that. So, um, yeah, we, we're, we're no real dramas. It's about us getting results, us getting points, um, And not getting too wrapped up in everybody else at the minute because it's way too early in the season to do that. We've just got to focus on ourselves and hit that level more often. And if we do that consistently, we're a good side.
3: And a final word, actually, for Ian Darla, who got the game on today. Plenty of other games around the country falling by the wayside. But when you consider the minus five temperatures of, of last night, um, he's done a brilliant job. Yeah, no, him and many
2: others work really hard. Obviously, we've got the frost covers, we've got the heaters now because of the investments that we've made. So it's much easier to get a game on with that sort of equipment than it's ever been before. He's no longer um, balancing cannabis lights on shopping trolleys and all sorts to try and keep it warm and defrosted. Um, we've actually got some proper gear now, so that helps him for a start. And then in the end, it's just about hard graft. Everyone's got to come in and work hard to get their job, get the game on, and do the job. That's that's what we are really. It's what we've always been as a club, and everybody knuckles down and gets on with it. That's uh, that's the way. Way forward so um yeah that's the the recipe for all of us
4: yeah, it's it's worth saying that for those who don't know, it's not it's not that Ian Dalla is some kind of Breaking Bad drug lord. Uh, it's just that the uh, lamps that we were using uh, in previous seasons—I don't know when this changed—were actually from uh, uh, the uh, Cambridgeshire Police. Um, they it was a, 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 a cannabis growing house that they uh, confiscated them from, and uh, they found their way to Cambridge United. So he's not growing he's not growing drugs in some uh, in. in the back end of the pitch or anything like that it is uh, it is a genuine thing um got a couple of texts in oh it's interesting i don't know the biggest number i've had for ages uh one of them i have to i'm gonna to have to pick through carefully um, um he's obviously uh, he or she is obviously annoyed um uh, at uh, at uh, the performances still um so essentially essentially what's being said is that uh it's about time we started talking about uh, moving up the league. This isn't a long-term thing for us necessarily. Yes, it's important, but this is about a season-on-season performance. Um, I, I'm not sure uh, season-on-season performances tend to be a long-term thing, but I, I know I know what's meant. So, so essentially annoyed at uh, Bonds for talking for keeping on talking about this is where this is where we are, are at, uh, and it's probably better than we uh, are. Are entitled to be at this stage and uh, we have a long term plan and everything else um, but uh, we come to be entertained on a weekly basis and it's not good enough that they can put one performance in like that but can't do that over and over again and, and I think we've all said that it, it's a difficult thing to bear but I, I, I mean, we, we'll agree to disagree on this. I think it is very much a long-term thing for a club that's been on the financial precipice as it has been. Um, huge progress has been made, and yes, it would uh, it, part of it would be undone if we can't stay up this season. So it is important, but realistically, we're building for the future. And uh, I, I, for one, will happily put up with uh, a season of poor football uh, for owning, my, uh, owning our own ground and staying uh, financially uh, stable um, and building slowly. But there does come a point where fans are going to say, look, you've been saying we're going to build slowly for some time. We just can't make it that slow. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, and the other one is just saying, agreed, Ibsen Rossi is the best thing to hit the club since sliced bread and definitely cheesy cheese. <laughs> <laughs> for those who haven't seen the, uh, the the complaint about the cheesy chips uh, in, in the uh, in the uh, refreshment van. You'll see that. Uh, have a look on the uh, the Twitter feed and see that. It's because that's a, a thing to behold. Is that and yes, I agree. Ibsen Rossi is a, a real strong uh, a strong player uh, and particularly for the future, he's got a lot of growing to do as a player. Um, and I think he'll only get better. So uh, good for good for him. Good for the club. Uh, and hopefully uh, Fleetwood will be. Uh, a, a good result next week. I think it's it's important that it is for all the reasons we've talked about. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will uh, get into the final part of the show.
0: Across the city and South Cambridgeshire
4: on FM, digital, and your mobile.
0: Cambridge 105 Radio
4: from the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. So uh, this is always the difficult part now and I'm glad we managed to talk for so long because uh, with no football at all uh, elsewhere it's been a bit difficult I am just going to try and get hold of uh, Robbie, Uh, I still haven't had a a response from him on the text so he may uh, not answer or he may not be in a position to answer but let's see if i can get hold of him at least um just to talk about the uh, the cup win uh, during the week uh, there was nothing else there so let me just uh, do this in the background and carry on talking to you and we'll see if the phone rings It's ringing we'll see now if he picks it up um, so uh, yeah, an in, an interesting result, four uh, three win. They were winning three nil and uh, came back to three all. Now I don't think we're going to get him. No, I don't think that's going to happen. Never mind. Uh, we will hopefully uh, get better luck next week, both with the games and with contacting people. Um, so yeah, so nothing to report in terms of the weekend's football. I don't even know there's there's nothing on the um, uh, website for the tenth of December. I don't know whether they took it off because it was cancelled or whether there wasn't a game for Cambridge City. Uh, FC Parsons drove four three win in the uh, um, uh, say in the Cambridge Invitational Cup. Uh, Histons. Website. Oh no, no, no! I thought it was Dath. It was back. It's not. Hissen's website cannot be reached at the moment. It's taking too long to respond. Uh, They certainly didn't have a game though. Again, um, the weather saw fit to uh, to finish those games off. I I guess. I mean, it's very difficult at that level. It's 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 difficult enough uh, uh, when you've got Ian Dalla and some resources um, to cover the pitch up and put heaters down um, uh, and upgrade to the cannabis lamps. Um, Then uh, you know it's difficult enough to keep a game on there when you've got all of that. When you don't have the uh, the ability to cover the pitch when you don't have the heat lamps um it's going to be almost impossible we're going to see a lot more games like this with a freeze set to set to be with us for a while um so hopefully we'll get some games uh, next week um Let's talk about the women's football. Uh, again, unfortunately, I'm I'm struggling to uh, get hold of anyone at uh, Cambridge City. Um, they had uh, a loss uh, last week against Actonians 5-1, um, which leaves them uh, in a precarious position, just propping up. Um, uh, Hounslow, over beneath them, have got two games in hand. They have zero points and a goal difference of minus 74, so they're going to struggle to win any games but all they've got to do is potentially beat uh cambridge city and then get a draw somewhere else uh, and that would leave uh cambridge city uh in in even more difficulties uh, bella simmons has moved over to to, to uh, cambridge united uh, and i understand grace stanley maybe uh, or has already moved on as well so obviously things not going well there although i did go and see um the uh uh what, sorry which game I it was the Chesham game. The, the Chesham game I think uh last week uh, last weekend yeah um uh, no, I've lost it now where is it I think it was the it was the Chesham game um uh, which they lost four three it was a, that was an interesting game um, in terms of uh being up at halftime and then uh, uh, the, the second half being a very different game uh, a 4-3, a 4-2 game uh, in the second half um, and I think Cambridge City kind of, once uh, the equaliser came in, kind of heads down and didn't really play as well as they were doing in the first half um, Cambridge United, again they had a cup game, uh, it was the league plate against Cheltenham Town in the league above them, they lost 4-2 I did manage to speak to uh, Darren Marjoram so this is what he had to say when I spoke to him yesterday Darren you were in uh, league uh, league place action last week against Cheltenham 4-2 but a good performance though really good yeah um, um first half not maybe
1: quite so good we was a bit more under pressure and you know they had two or three chances that they didn't convert as well as the two they did did but second half i was really proud of the players you know the effort they put in the way we played we played beyond their press and through the press and we varied it up which was nice um sarah Wilshire got two goals and last 20 minutes at three two down and we we really had a go i mean they were under a lot of pressure and you know they they were quite happy really to nick one at the end there as we went forwards and But, you know, for us it's all about the performance at the moment against a team that are a league higher and and I thought it was fantastic, really good. And Sarah Wiltshire in a rich vein of form at the moment. Yeah, and she's really enjoying her football. You know, that was a big thing. When when she came to the club, the thing was is that she wasn't really enjoying football, wasn't wasn't sort of feeling that love that she had in the past. And I, and I said, look, you know, come to Cambridge and I'm very certain that what we'll do is we'll get you back enjoying your football. And, you know, she messaged me during the week and, and said, I'm just really enjoying myself again. So, yeah, I think that's showing in her performances and goals, but it's just nice to see her smiling and enjoying herself out there.
4: And you were due to play uh, Norwich uh, in the league uh, today, uh, but uh, they were in FA Cup action, but which was actually called off.
1: Yeah, unfortunate for them, isn't it? And that's the problem with the weather at the moment. It's uh, you know a bit bit uh, bit cold and pitches are, are a bit frozen. So unfortunately, their game's off. So no game for them. But uh, you know we've got uh, training booked up, and hopefully we might be able to find ourselves a game that uh, means we can get some game time in. But if not, we'll train.
4: And as you say, you're getting into the season where uh, more and more games are going to be called off. But actually, the women's game thins out anyway at this time of year.
1: It does, yes. Yeah. So we've got the next the next two weeks. You know, this weekend, next weekend, and then after that is Christmas break, and there's there's no games. So uh, yeah, it gets a little bit bit thinned out, as you say. But uh, then we can hit the ground running again in January.
4: And uh, I guess uh, looking at where you are um, at the end, uh, you know, this at this time of the year, it's not it's not a bad position to be in. You're in that chasing pack for the uh, you know the the, the 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 people who aren't. Going to finish in the top one
1: or two. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And and that was kind of where we were at for this season. We knew where we were at. We didn't we didn't sort of overplay it or underplay it. It was very much a case of we're in that middle pack. And um, you know, first half of the season was was trying to build, get a squad together, which we're doing now. And and then second half of the season kick on a bit. And for us, you know, if we can finish in that top half and as high up that as we can, then great. And a bit like with, with the game against Cheltenham it's about competing against the sides that we know are better than us right now um, and that's the thing in the past we haven't really competed against those sides it's been too easy um, for them but you know now we're starting to, to show a little bit of what we're really about we think and, and where we think we can be going forwards
4: and you've managed to strengthen the squad in recent weeks uh, and uh, in kind of a good position there as well yeah we are yeah I, the, the season we started
1: quite thin as a squad if we're really honest about it but we knew that we picked players up as we went we had our targets list and gradually won by one, we're managing to pick those off, and uh, yeah, I'm really pleased with where the squad's out. We've got a good competition for places all over the pitch now, and uh, I think that's shown as well with trainings looking excellent. Players are, are really competing, working hard. Everything that we do is at high tempo when, when we train, so uh, I think you know that competition for space is paying off both in games but also in training as well.
4: Yeah, it's been good to see uh, some new uh, some new talent into the Cambridge side, uh, Cambridge United side uh, just recently. It certainly will stand them in good stead. They're currently um, uh, into the next round. Oh, sorry, no, out of the cup, obviously having lost. But they are sixth in the league, having played eight games, eleven points. Uh, They're two points behind both London Seaward and Actonians, who were in turn three points behind Wimbledon and Norwich City. City, uh, uh, Cambridge City, that is. I've got a very important game. If it's on next week, they're playing Hounslow, so they'll want to. That's got to be a win for them. Um, otherwise, it'll put Hounslow on equal points, albeit on obviously an impossible, a uh, possibly different, an impossibly different goal difference. So uh, um, they'll want to uh, definitely beat them on that one. So that's for them. And Cambridge United, um, they've got. Uh, I believe it's Wimbledon is the next game next week uh, next weekend. So two two key games uh, for different for very different reasons uh, for City and United. So uh, good luck to them both and good luck to them actually playing those in the weather conditions. Um, That's all we've got time for this week. Thanks to Matt for spending longer than usual on on the phone with me. Uh, Thanks to uh, Darren who I managed to speak to to Mark and uh, um, uh, to Greg for for talking after the testimonial. Um, That's all we've got time for this week. Hopefully next week there will be more in the way of football to talk about uh, but plenty more still on uh, uh, cambridge 105 radio tony barnfield up next for the usual double is magazine program first of all and then classical cambridge at three till four You've got pete butchers and jazz today at uh, four till five and then uh, polish waves five until six uh, and then songs from the gaelic world um, six till seven Um, with martin and then uh, we move into the evening show non-stop music uh, seven seven till eight then it's the scar and B show eight till nine queer cambridge nine till ten stagger ten till eleven and sarah wu sam uh, with opus 105 at 11 to 12 that's all we've got time for we'll see you again next week hopefully warmer
3: If you're like me, you've got a family and a business, and you want to protect what's most important when the chips are down. With Woodfine Solicitors, that's exactly what happens. I got a bespoke legal service from a friendly expert team. They really listened to what was going on and tailored their recommendations to my situation, which was, well, that's another story. Anyway, the best thing was that it all happened online. A few simple clicks, and I had my quote. That freed up time to focus on... Everything else. Get the help you need when you need it most. Visit woodfines.co.uk or call Cambridge 411 421. Woodfines. Cutting through the red tape.
0: This is Cambridge 105 Radio and on the latest bookmark.
3: All the best jurists would argue the will of the emperor's law. The laws do not apply to the emperor. He can make an unbreak law whenever he wants. And of course, if you give a 14-year-old that sort of power over most of the known world, What could possibly go wrong?
0: Listen now at cambridge105.co.uk FM digital and smart speaker across the city and South Cam's Cambridge 105 Radio